0: Welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Stevie Universe fan podcast. This is episode 54, and today we'll be talking about Lion 2, the movie. I'm GC13.
1: I'm GC13. No, you're
2: not. I'm GC13. And you aren't either. <laughs> Great.
1: So here we have some fan mail.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we
0: got fans. Yeah, I know. I was surprised too. I recently opened up the fan mail on our Tumblr account, and Blue Sky Head Left 010 sent us our first shout out. He says he loves us and our podcast, but he was listening to our episode about Steven the Swordfighter last week. And, you know, we weren't sure about gems being able to remove their clothing. He brings up Arcade Mania and how Garnet's shades are able to be removed by Steven. And then they, you know, poof when they hit
1: the floor. Hmm. So yeah, I guess that actually is pretty convincing evidence that they probably couldn't like feel through their clothing. Like, it does seem to be somehow separate from the rest of their body.
0: Yeah, but Garnet's visor, it, it's distinct. It's a thing she creates. It's not part of her outfit. Like, when she refuses in Jailbreak, she doesn't have her visor at first. She summons it immediately before fighting Jasper.
1: Oh, you're right. That's
2: true. I have a, I have a question. In theory, then, if Garnet really wanted to, if she was like... If she just, like, had decided that she wasn't going to use her gauntlets... Could she, in theory, just over and over again, just keep spamming, like, her glasses and just throw them like Gambit? Just, pshoo, 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 just, just, like, spawning glasses after glasses on her face. Shing takes them off, throws them. Shing takes them off, throws them. Shing takes them off, throws them. It's a new weapon system. Garnet can make her own bullets. I say we save that for the
0: inexplicable Western episode, (laughs) then she can be, like, the gambler-type character, except instead of throwing the cards, she has the glasses. I like it.
1: I love it. Yeah, I don't see any reason why she couldn't. You would think there would be, like, some upper limit to how much she could do that. Like, eventually she forms, like, a literal black hole out of sunglasses, because the mass (laughs) just, like, collapses upon itself. I don't know how strongly this, like, show really cares about the conservation of mass, obviously not at all, but, yeah, like, we don't know what that limit is. If it exists, it
0: probably doesn't. But it is a very interesting point to talk about that we did not bring up
2: last week. Yeah, I imagine this was just like something that they didn't really think too hard about just that uh oh, you know, glasses they poof away. It looks cool. You know. Yeah.
0: It does look cool.
2: It and it does look cool. You know what else looks cool? What?
0: Lion? Uh, does he tell me how cool? He he is so cool. So cool? He is like so cool, you guys. Yeah. Watching this episode really makes me wonder. A lot of people have nobody knows
2: what Lion's deal is. Yeah, it's just, it, it's one of the only uh, instances instances in the show where uh that he just sort of showed up and was genuinely accepted and just he's been kind of unraveled throughout the episodes but we still know little to nothing about him. Like every everything else sort of comes up with an explanation or that we can somewhat infer at least a little bit of its origin. But Lion is just we have no idea.
1: Yeah, Lion is still a mystery to the point that if I didn't already know know that he was like planned from the beginning, because you can see like his concept art from when before the pilot was even developed. If I didn't already know that, then I would suspect that they just didn't know what to do with Lion. But that's clearly not the case.
0: Yeah, I, I think with I think with Lion, once we find out his backstory, there'll be an oh, so that's why he's pink moment for a lot of us. But it's just, it's just not a lot for us to build a theory around. It's not like with Pink Diamond theory where we might Oh, be wrong Pink or we might Diamond. Be, you know, we might <laughs> be right or wrong about the Pink Diamond theory, but at least we have stuff about Rose where we can say, well, we think this is how it went down. With Lion, nothing.
2: Yeah, there was, there was a theory a while ago that I think I actually talked about on the, on the podcast where, uh, that when Rose was becoming Steven, you know, that's a lot of raw power to put in such a tiny little being that who, who as far as we know, is the first time this being has happened, being a half human, half Jim, that she split off some of her power into Lion. And to sort of acclimate Stephen to, like, being a gym, you know, he, as he grows. Which, uh, I think we talked about in... What was it?
0: Uh, might have been The Return, because Stephen does mention that Dad might need another son if Stephen dies. That was uh, curious. Wait, what? In The Return, where Stephen tells Lion to stay there where it's safe, because, you know, if something happens to Stephen, Greg might need a new son.
2: Uh, I... I don't know if there I I'm not finding anything suspicious with that, G C. Uh it makes me wonder. Oh okay. <laughs> But uh, uh no it was uh it was at a point during the show, uh there was an episode where Lion or I think a few episodes where Lion was just like acting kinda weak. Like he just he just wasn't his Full on power. I think it was when he was carrying a bunch of people and he just yeah sort of collapsed.
0: and and cry for help when mm-hmm. he had trouble carrying all that mass on his back. And Stephen, I mean, had to be in the
2: main. Mm-hmm. And that that came up uh, with a lot of people of saying that oh, this is because Steven's getting older and he started you know discovering more of his powers and he's siphoning that power from Lion and he's finally like getting old enough to where Lion is no longer a necessary thing. Which mm. I'm I don't I'm not fully on board with. But it would explain a few things. Because I, I definitely think Lion is one hundred percent linked to Rose, but it's also linked to Steven in like both of their conception that Lion happened around the same time Steven happened. Because hmm. Pearl okay. Pearl never seen Lion. Pearl never heard of Lion. And you'd think that while well, with them doing all their gym battles, Lion would have been a useful thing to bring out uh yeah. whilst fighting the homeworld. And if she never did that, we can only assume she didn't have him.
0: Yeah, and we know that Lion knows a lot about Rose. He knows where the secret armory is. When mm-hmm. we we get there, we get this episode, like, Spiky Chain, spiky chain Lady. the, the Spiky Chain ambush, Lady. And the giant penny.
2: <laughs> uh, was that was that a Batman reference? That would make I sense. I think it was. I think it was a Batman reference. Ooh, yeah, Batman. <laughs> God. I also
1: really like the Astro Boy reference with Doc Copter shooting a missile out of its
2: butt. <laughs> Was that was that an Astro Boy reference?
1: Astro Boy shoots a missile out of his butt. So I guessing so.
2: Oh, want to watch Astro Boy?
1: <laughs> it's not worth
2: it. Oh, also, speaking of uh shout outs and stuff, we got shouted out by uh the Crystal Gem cast.
1: Hi. Yeah, that
2: was rad. Hey guys.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they started up uh, they started up new episodes, so check them out.
2: Yeah, not, they're they're pretty cool. I like them. I
1: like them. Legit.
0: Um, yeah, so I guess since, since we mentioned the armory, we might as well mention the, all the adorable things that happen, especially the boop while yeah. Steven's, <laughs> Steven's hand is stuck on there. But what I really appreciate is how there are a couple times in the first half of season one where they present a, you know, just so we know we could put a fart joke in here, but we won't, yep. which of course is a wonderful build up to mirror gem where they just let all
1: that pressure out <laughs> build up i get it <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wordplay innuendo
2: uh you get it but yeah this uh i want to talk about this episode real quick in uh four minutes in where it's just magical about four minutes when in, the music starts playing yes yeah. with the bells I love the oh i lion oh, on the ocean I'm gonna I'm gonna like go to sleep tonight to this music. It's so nice. Yeah, that is that is beautiful music.
0: They got they got some good stuff. You know, um, the composers, but they did the music for the Google Doodle game for Halloween. Oh, did they? It was, it was wonderful. I mean, I didn't post it to the website because it's not Steven, but I'm gonna post in the news post a link to it because it is a wonderful track. Well,
2: that's nice. Way to go, sriracha and, and bird... Bird and sauce. Bird person. Way to go, bird person and spice sauce. There we go. You
0: <laughs> need, to, need to start a save bird person Twitter campaign.
2: Oh, God. I, I don't want to talk about it. It still hurts. I don't want to talk about it. The The more I think about it, the more I want it. And the more I want it, the more I think oh, I can't have it. I just... It, I I don't want to talk about Rick and Morty until I can get some more Rick and Morty. <laughs>
1: I swear collectively if we were to, like just put all the Rick and Morty talk we've done on this podcast together it'd be at least a full episode.
2: I <laughs> I'm telling you Rick and Morty Rick and Morty podcast. Rick and Morty podcast 100 years. Rick and Morty podcast uh, 100 times over. Rick and Morty podcast forever. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter, do you do you call that a Rick voice? Rick, you you, you you think you think you're you're pulling out the best Rick voice? You think you can you you can, you can get this uh, this this thing down? Well, you think you're gonna pull it out and you're, you're gonna be better than me? Well, I got newsflash for you, kid. You can't. You can. tell him, Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. I I don't I don't know about this. I, I I just think GC's trying to do the best he can, you know. I mean, it's it's not his fault that he Hey, shut up, Morty. Uh, here here. I I got to I got to boop, boop. Mr. Me seeks go make go make fun of GC. Can do! GC you oh got a dumb God. haircut. And, <laughs> and that's why I am a
0: theater major. There you, go. you started out pretty strong on that Rick voice, but uh you kind of tapered off until yeah. after you did Morty. Then then you, then you came back strong with it. Yeah, I, liked I it', I, it was a pretty I, good bit. I liked it.
2: Yeah, I I got I got a cold, <laughs> <sighs> ah, but that was yeah. We we do Steven Universe stuff every so often. I you know, think every now and then. But yeah, this this is a beautiful episode.
0: Yeah, I, I love Amethyst really showing the range of shapeshifting in this episode. She shapeshifts flight, although we don't know if the gems just have their innate anti gravity thing that allows them to hover. Or if she actually made a functioning rotor, but she did make
2: a functioning boombox. Hmm. I, it, I think we're not giving Amethyst enough credit. She's got to have a deep understanding for electro electrical engineering to just create a boombox on the fly out of her mass.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. If that's actually a functioning boombox, maybe it was just like her screaming loudly out of her body.
2: I mean it sounded like a boombox.
1: I I
0: don't know how you can make that sound with uh with vocal cords.
2: Uh have you seen Pitch Perfect 2? Actually no. Oh, well that's how. Go, <laughs> go watch Pitch Perfect 2. But um yeah, this this uh this few minutes in Steven Universe of a uh, lion running on the water and then shooting out his Is there a word for it? His 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 little portal. His portal roar. It 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 reminded me a lot of, uh, it reminded me a bit of, like, the magic I feel when I watch a Studio Ghibli film. It well, just... they do love their Ghibli yeah. on the, on the Crewniverse. hmm I can tell, I can tell. And it just, it just seems so mystical and beautiful. And that, and when they go over the whales, ah!
0: <laughs> I love, I love when they pass by the fishermen. They're like, yeah, we're just a few hundred yards out from shore, yeah. you, you know, fishing. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. Hey, hey, there's Steven and Connie riding on a lion, walking, running over the water.
2: I mean like let's forget a part let's forget about the part with the running over water and just uh you know just just pass over this giant pink lion uh, you know it's whatever it's it's nothing but a
0: thing yeah and only ronaldo realizes the place is weird mm.
1: yeah line was triggered by something to go to wherever he took them like he was acting kind of disinterested and normal and then suddenly like he perked up and then he ran away what was it was was it
2: was because steven said uh i'm not trained very well either so he took him to the training oh yeah Yeah, okay
0: that's 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 something that is very interesting when you watch it in retrospect it's like because that doesn't look like uh huh you know what he's right i should probably take him to get trained that's a oh hey i just heard the secret words
2: He, he he's a russian sleeper agent just awoke yeah,
0: he's he's the Manchurian Lion, <laughs> not 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 as sinister a brainwashing as uh, uh, the movie of the symbol of a similar name, but you know, just as technically sophisticated.
2: Yeah, or who knows? Like, I'm I'm guessing that uh, it was. There are a few things we can infer from this. One of them being that Lion himself or itself, I suppose, uh, is more so. Just not to get too technical with it. Just sort of like a programmed being, you know, like. It, some people like, uh, words, um, either like a part of Rose, you know, that sort of got split off when she was becoming Stephen to sort of uh, the, the power thing, or sort of a being that Rose created to sort of help along Steven. And he sort of has like these innate... Uh, quote-unquote programs inside his head of just uh, oh i'm not trained well oh gotta go take him there yeah. um, so
0: much so much of steven universe is bits of knowledge that we can we can construct our understandings of the series as we go on like you can make predictions with it but lion is one of the big things where everything they're dropping is wow that is going to make so much sense in context once we get the backstory
2: yeah it's it's really good like looking back on it it's really good world building.
0: So we can't, we've spent a lot of time talking about Lion 2 the movie, but we have not talked yet about the training sequence, which was the whole reason Lion brought them there. Uh, that was pretty intense action for it, Steven Universe. Usually this isn't an action-heavy series.
2: Yeah, that was, uh, it it came out really quick. It. Uh, I liked it. I don't know what to say about it.
0: I, I know what to say. You, you know, this was the first time we saw Steven's bubble be defeated, and it got defeated so easily. In fact... Has his bubble ever been defeated, except by the training robot?
1: Yeah, I forgot all about this. I was under the impression that it hadn't ever been defeated, period, until I rewatched this episode, and I was like, oh yeah, it had been.
2: That's interesting, I, I hadn't noticed that. Maybe maybe that's like what it was specifically designed for, to like push, when Rose was training, to push her uh, to her very limit.
0: But I, I do love the whole, and I want to see lots of explosions, and then immediately you hear all the gears start turning, and you just hear Heath Ledger in the background. Very poor choice of words.
2: <laughs> yeah, all these misinterpreted keywords just uh, setting off chain events.
1: What would you know about relationship
2: or friendship, Jerry?
1: I agree with Connie because tennis is rad. Yeah, tennis is and rad. We need more tennis in the show. We need some we, overhead death why
2: strikes. To, why don't we just watch Prince of Tennis? Let's make a Prince of Tennis podcast. Oh, yeah.
0: Stephen and Connie dishing
2: out the forehands, backhands, and overhead death strikes. That, that's an actual thing. Yeah, don't let anybody tell you any different. That's a that's a thing. So, yeah. but but
0: even even in episode seventeen of the series, Stephen and Connie fighting evil as one. And then I love uh, the the. Girl in the ticket booth. She didn't even run. She just gets right up. Hello, can I sell you tickets? Yeah
2: that that is that is some some prime. Like she she is only making seven fifty an hour, and that is a shame. And that mean, is a she didn't even shameless. make
0: employee of the month for that because that's just when you live in Beach City, that just comes standard. Oh goodness, I you gotta you gotta have tough stuff to sell movie theater tickets in Beach City. You take your life in your hands every day you go to work.
2: I want. I want someone, or maybe I can do it, uh, to look over and just survey the city and to just get down how many businesses there are, uh, how much, like, income each one is bringing in and how much they, like, employees it would take to run it. And so, like, we get a rough estimate of at least not quite the residents, but just at least how many people it would take to keep Beach cities. Economy running.
0: You just yeah. you would need several dozen people at least to
2: uh, several dozen. I'm thinking Seven. like I'm thinking at least like a couple. And hundred. they would all
1: need to be like extremely wealthy because that property value would be extremely yeah. high. Well,
2: yeah, no, thanks to the crystal gems, you know. Yeah, and right, and after what happened to Ocean Town, you can guarantee property taxes by the beach are going down. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Forgot Mm-mm. all about that.
0: Kind of everybody's wanting to get out of the beachfront property market. So,
2: yeah, it's it, it's a real shame what happened to Ocean Town. But uh, we we don't we don't like to talk about that here.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit too soon, I think. Yeah.
2: Well, we might talk about it one day because we know we know what we were there. Oh yeah, we we
0: know we know exactly what we
2: happened. were there. Yeah, Ken was there, probably causing a muck, raising mischief. <laughs> oh man, that old Ken. And G- Don't tell them about G- it. GC was there. He was asking a whole bunch of questions, just being like, he "Hey, what?" A wh- bunch of references. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody understood. And uh, you know, uh, Dakota was there for half the time. Yeah, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of faded <laughs> into the
0: background halfway through there. I think. Yeah, that yeah. About halfway through it our took trip, me a he just.
2: Yeah, and then so- Sophia came a little late, but yeah, uh, you know, she she was around. She was just uh, staring at people, being a dirty little tumblight. Tumblr tumbler. Yeah, drawing
1: right? these kind of weird caricatures of people. weirdo. Yeah, inappropriate, just a yeah, I mean, whatever you're sh- whatever you're into.
2: And there I was at the all-you-can-eat shrimp bar. Mm.
1: The true hero of the story. Shrimp.
2: <laughs> but then and then it all went then it all went Costa Rica on us. But we don't talk about it.
0: We don't talk about Costa Rica either.
2: Sophia, I want that comic stat. And I want I want the all-you-can-eat shrimp bar to have like four pages. <laughs> Not featured in four pages But taking up four full pages It was a really big shrimp bar It's just a four page spread <laughs> It's just like that, that old like uh, Cartoon thing Of just the Where he's holding up the, the, the magazine And it just folds out while it falls just, yeah. Oh <laughs> baby Is that coconut shrimp <laughs> oh, Man I want some shrimp now
1: I do too You're Making me hungry Oh, well, one last thing. I guess the crystal gems, when they teleport back, uh, their poses, very oh! like JoJo's bizarre Adven- yeah. adventures, very fancy.
2: Yeah, and what, what Pearl says after that, like, you know, they, they knew Connie was coming. Yeah. They absolutely knew.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, she, she acted like she was doing her overacting thing, but I've I've never been able to figure, did they know that she was going to be there and she just overacted? Because Pearl did seem genuinely surprised at first, so she's sending off mixed signals here about whether she knew or not.
2: Yep. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to keep that bird pinned. What's she thinking? What's she doing? I don't know.
0: Yeah, Pearl, Pearl's just operating on a higher level than all of us, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who really can tell what's going on in the mind of the most perfect gem in existence? I mean, maybe Rose could, but that's only because Pearl would tell her. Okay.
2: Uh, there is a little thing. Steven and Connie's little exchange between each other at the somewhat end about how, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Steven... He shoots missiles out of his butt is what he does. Or where Steven is just like, sorry that he ruined everything and Connie's... <laughs> Sorry that he has to hang out with someone who isn't as exciting as him. And just this beautiful semblance of each person thinking like that they just don't deserve the company of each other. And it's it's, cute. Yeah, it's nice. Cute and tragic. Cute and tragic.
0: Thankfully, it gets resolved quite quickly. (laughs) Steven the Diplomat, he knows exactly
2: what to say. Just bring up dog dog copters, rectum torpedoes, and uh, on we go with the plot. Well, I guess we will see you all next week. Until then,
0: I'm
1: GC13. If you see me on Tinder, swipe right. I'm Ken.
2: If you see me on, uh, Ken, swipe right. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to find, goodbye. Later, later, (laughs) later, kiddos. Our opening and
1: closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarSeaspire.com. Thank you for listening.
2: Oh, yeah, you know, when we were talking about awesome cartoons, you know, it really comes to my mind. Steven Universe, I mean yes, right?
0: there's something about that show. We should start a podcast for Dude, it. Dude,
2: that'd be so like real talk? Real talk? Let's do it, man. We'll be called the uh uh the Moon Ocean Tower Radio Hour.